I'm going to need your help. And I've got a big table of props. If you'd like to turn to Genesis chapter 6 in the Bible, we're going to read the story of Noah in just one moment. But before we read Noah's story, I would like to ask this. Have you ever done something that has scared you? Okay, turn to the person next to you for 15 seconds. Share, have you done anything that has scared you? And then kids, I'm going to come and ask you what your answer was to the question. Okay then, kids, have you ever done something that has scared you? Put your hand up if you have. Have you ever done anything that scared you? Hands up, have you put, done something that scared you? Does Zoe, do you want to share what thing you've done that scared you? I'm going to come over to you with a microphone. What was it that scared you, Zoe? Um, so the thing that scared me that I did was um, first, like when I first um, tried, like the first thing that scared me was my first day of school. Your first day of school. Well done, Zoe. Can we give Zoe a big round of applause for sharing? Well done. Has anyone else done something that scared them? Nova. When um, the monster from Frozen. The monster from Frozen. Who else was scared by the monster from Frozen? Yeah? Okay then. Brandon, Rachel. Yeah, that's good. That's excellent. Now, I used to do lots and lots of climbing. It's one of the things I did at university. And climbing is quite scary because you have to put your trust in something that's going to save you. With climbing, you have to put your trust in some climbing rope that is going to hold on to you when you jump off the side of the rock, okay? So it's quite scary. You have to put your trust in something to keep you safe. This is my daughter, Eliza. Say hi, Eliza. There you go. You have to put your trust in something to keep you safe. Now, we're going to read the story today about a man who had to put his trust in something to keep him safe. He had to have faith in something, and his name was Noah. Does anyone know what he had to put his trust in? Okay then, Jemima, could you shout it? Anyone want to shout it? Go on, shout it out. He did, in a giant ark. Well done. So let's turn to Genesis chapter six. Thank you so much for your help with our kids. We're going to come back to that in one minute. Genesis six, starting at verse nine. This is the account of Noah and his family. Noah was a righteous man, blameless among the people of his time, and he walked faithfully with God. Noah had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Now the earth was corrupt in God's sight and full of violence. God saw how corrupt the earth had become, for all the people on earth had corrupted their ways. So God said to Noah, I am going to put an end to all people for the earth is filled with violence because of them. I am surely going to destroy both them and the earth. So make yourself an ark of cypress wood, make rooms in it and coat it with pitch inside and out. 
This is how you are to build it. The ark is to be 300 cubits long, 50 cubits wide and 30 cubits high. Make a roof for it, leaving below the roof an opening one cubit high all around. Put a door in the side of the ark and make, it, and make lower, middle and upper decks. I am going to bring floodwaters to destroy all the life under the heavens, every creature that has breath of life in it. Everything on earth will perish, but I will establish my covenant with you and you will enter the ark, you and your sons and your wife and your sons' wives with you. You are to bring into the ark two of all living creatures, male and female, to keep them alive with you. Two of every kind of bird, of every kind of animal and of every kind of creature that moves along the ground will come to you to be kept alive. You are to take every kind of food that is to be eaten and store it, uh, store it away as food for you and for them. Noah did everything just as God commanded him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So as Ben said, this summer we are in our Heroes Summer Series. What we're going to do is we're going to work through a series of heroes in the Old Testament and see how they point beyond themselves to Jesus. Heroes of faith who tell us about trusting in Christ. And today we're going to look at Noah, the hero who trusted in God. And what we're going to see is this that it's not the strength of our faith that saves us, but the strength of the one who our faith is in. Yeah? It's not the strength of our faith that saves us, but the strength of the one on whom our faith rests. Okay? So let's work through the passage before we get to a very exciting moment where we're going to put on some climbing harnesses. Okay. So the first thing that we find in this passage is that we meet Noah. And he's described in quite an interesting way. He's described as blameless. I don't know if that, uh, that, that word caught your attention. The Bible rarely describes someone as blameless. It might catch you a little bit. How, how can someone be blameless? Well, blameless does not mean sinless. So what does it mean? It can't mean sinless because we know in Romans 3 verse 23, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That includes Noah. So what does blameless mean here? Well, what I think we see is we see something that is analogous to two playground games. Kids, have you got any favourite playground games? Have you got favourites? Hands up if you've got a favourite. Yeah, do you love hide and seek? Anyone love hide and seek? Yes, anyone love um, uh, tag or tig? Yeah? Okay then. Does anyone like any games that sometimes get a little bit out of hand and the teachers tell them off? Yeah? You see, it's almost like in these first few verses of this passage, you've got Noah and the world that are in contrast. It's almost like there are two playground games that are happening at the same time that are playing out in front of him. On one side, you've got the game of rebellion, a game that hurts people, a game that often gets completely out of hand, a game that hates God. 
And then on the other side, you've got a game of righteousness, a game that loves people and cares for people and makes the world a better place. And so Noah is stood here and he has a choice. Is he going to join in with the game of rebellion or the game of righteousness? So when it says Noah was blameless, it doesn't mean he never sinned. It meant that he chose to join in with the game of righteousness, okay? So this is the man, Noah, that we meet. However, the question is then, asked, well, what about these games of rebellion? What about these games that are hurting people? What about these games that are against God's will? And that's when we hear about the flood. Noah was not blameless because he was perfect, but rather because his life was all about chasing after the one who was perfect. Yeah, and that's what we're going to start to see. And the theme of all of our heroes in this summer series is this, that they point beyond themselves. Noah is a hero because he's not the hero of his story. Joseph is a hero because he's not the hero of his story. Esther is a hero because she's not the hero of her story. And that's the theme that we're going to see played out. So Noah was blameless, but we don't need to idolise him. We don't need to idealise him. In fact, we can just accept that he might have felt all sorts of things when God said to him he was going to flood the earth. So kids, I would like you to think really hard. Put your hands on your heads. How might Noah have felt when God said, I am going to send waters and flood the earth? How do you think he might have felt? Zoe, what word would you use? A bit sad? I think you might have felt a bit sad too. And what, what any other words that we might use? Amara. Worried. I agree. I think he might have felt a little bit worried and a little bit scared. Even when he built the ark. Remember, this was a man who lived in a desert. He probably didn't have much boat building experience. I wonder if he sat there thinking, is this even going to float? But you see, what made the ark trustworthy wasn't Noah's building ability, but rather God's word. If God says, I'm going to save you through this ark, Noah can trust that God is going to save him through the ark. And so in some ways, it doesn't matter how much God believed, how much Noah believed that God would save him through the ark. The fact is that he got inside it. He could have stepped through that door full of faith or full of doubt. In one sense, it doesn't matter because he stepped through the door. Now, to illustrate this, we've got some climbing gear. Does anyone, would anyone be willing to help me here? I need two volunteers who are happy to be lifted up in a climbing harness, okay? So we're going to have, um, shall we have um, Jemima? Do you want to be one of the volunteers? Okay, you're going to have to put this helmet on, safety first. Is that all right? Could you clip that under your chin? And then Amara, do you want to come and help? Now, here we go. Now, I would like you to have a think. You're going to put this helmet on? It's going to keep you safe? I'll let you clip that up. Okay. Would you rather be lifted up on this piece of rope or this piece of rope, this one. 
You sh- okay then, right, there you go. Right, well, you're going to have to fight for it because one of you is going to have to be lifted up on the other one. Amara, you've put one of those on before, I know, so you can put that on. Well done. And then can you pull that up to your waist, Amara? And Jemima, are you ready? Can you put this one on? Okay. You put, oh, other foot. It's the one. Well done. And that one in. Now, could you pull that up to your waist for me? Fantastic. So, I think that it's only fair, seeing as Jemima is younger, that she gets to go first and pick which one she would like to be lifted up with. Is that okay, Amara? Okay then. Jemima, which one would you like to be lifted up with? You want to be lifted up with this one? Okay then. Are you sure? Are you sure you're sure? Okay then, right. Amara, we're going to do you first. Can you step this way? Okay, I'm going to click this on. And can you turn and face uh, the side for me? Are you ready? Do we think that it's going to hold Amara? Put your hands up if you think it's going to hold her. Okay, then. Are you ready? Three, two, one. Sit back. Whoa! Well done, Amara. Fantastic. Okay, so just as a matter of course, Jemima, are you ready to be lifted up with this one? Okay, then. Are you ready? Nice and tight. All right then. You're going to come this way. Are you ready? So, three, two, one. Whoa! What happened there? It all slipped. Now, how much did you believe that this was going to hold you up? You were pretty sure, weren't you? That's what we all thought. We all thought this was the better bet. Amara, how much did you think that this was going to hold you up? Not at all. You see, what we see in the story of Noah is this. Jemima was 100% sure that this was going to hold her up, but it in fact let her down. Amara was not at all sure. In fact, she thought this wasn't going to hold her up, and yet it held her. It is not the strength of our faith that saves us, but the strength of the one on whom our faith rests. Let's give these to a big round of applause. Well done. And if you want to go to the side, then Beth will help you get out of your climbing harnesses. Now, the reason I make this point is this, that many of us, I think, often ask, is my faith strong enough? Do I believe enough? Have I done enough? Have I prayed enough? Have I given enough? Have I worked enough? We're asking, is my faith strong enough? The story of Noah invites us to ask this. Is my faith in the one who is strong? Is my faith in the one that is strong? And all the time we see, I have the privilege of praying with people who come to know Jesus because they put all of their faith in something that it turns out only lets them down. It might be the thing that everyone says, oh yeah, that's definitely going to save you. You're going to get that house. You're going to get that job. You're going to get that career. You're going to get that family. That's the thing that's going to give meaning. It's going to give purpose to your life. And it turns out it just lets them down. It's not as strong as we thought it was. And conversely, we see a man on a cross. Conversely, we see 
what seems like the depth of human weakness. And yet we see a God who is strong to save. I'll end with this. Jesus says, one day the world's going to end. He says, it's going to come as suddenly as the flood. However, there's an invitation to step into an ark. An ark which rests not on how much we believe it can save us, but rather on the strength of the fact that he rose from the dead. A strength of the fact that he was first resurrected so we can trust in that resurrection. A salvation that rests not on the strength of our faith, but on his strength alone. You see, we get to be like the hero Noah. We get to step into the ark. Amen.